My embarrassing and disgusting wisdom tooth story. How was the dentist appointment? Maybe people don't know the story. What happened guys is I went to the doctor's office to get my tooth looked at and they're like, yeah, you got an impacted wisdom tooth. It's going sideways into your teeth. You have to get it removed. A normal wisdom tooth operation is like 500 bucks in Australia to have it removed. Unfortunately, because mine's impacted, I need to get like a special, in, in a particular way, I need to get a specialist surgeon that costs $1,700. And I have no hospital cover. So I said to him, look, I don't want to do this in a hospital. It will cost me 1500 bucks to go to that private hospital that you work at. So I don't want to go there. I went to his office and he, he attempted to take the tooth out and I gagged and I vomited. So I threw up everywhere. Blood was going everywhere because he'd just done an incision in my tooth or in my gum. Uh, so it's just blood and food everywhere. And so he couldn't continue and remove the wisdom tooth. So he stitched me up and um, uh, he said, yeah, you have to go to the hospital, I have to get put under. So I, I spent, the first time was $1,280 to try to remove it in the chair. That failed. Then I had to spend something like 2200 to go to hospital to have them try again. Uh, and that succeeded. And that was Thursday morning. So ultimately the whole thing cost about four grand. Thankfully, we had that donation day where you guys helped me a bit and we raised about 800 bucks or something. And my parents said that they'd pay the rest, mainly because they, they spent a lot of money for my sister's teeth a long time ago and they thought like, you know, fair is fair, um, which I was very grateful for. And uh, so now my tooth has been removed. I'm in a bit of pain and the whole situation was awful. One of the worst situations of my life. Super embarrassing, very time consuming. Threw out of whack all of my days of uh, content creation and stuff. Uh, wasn't able to stream. When I went to the hospital, she gives me a gown, you know, one of those gowns that's open at the back and a robe, like a, a thick robe. And she's like, go in there and change. And uh, put this on your head as well, and uh, these things on your feet. Like, and then give me little bag things. So I walked in and I'm like, wait a second. Am I meant to wear my underwear? Is, she didn't really tell me if I was meant to be naked or not. And I'm like, well, I mean, it has the robe. So it's not like they'd be able to see my ass from the back anyway. So I guess I'm meant to be naked. I guess that's the purpose of the robe. And, cause there was, and there was also an old guy in there and he was naked or something. I couldn't really see cause I didn't have my contacts on thankfully. I'm like, okay, well I guess I'm meant to be naked. And then so I, I took my underwear to ever put, put, put the stuff on. And then I went out and I met her again. And I'm like, so am I meant to not have my underwear on? She's like, no, you meant to wear your underwear. I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> I to, I to, actually, no, I, I had to listen to a guy. I had to listen to the anesthesiologist talk to me for 10 minutes. And then I went out and put my underwear back on. It was also funny cause um, they were gonna make me sit there for an hour uh, and just watch normal TV, like normal uh, early morning TV. But I said to her, look, that TV over there, that's like a couple of meters away. I don't have my contact lenses in because you can't have contact lenses in when they put you under because they can roll back in your head and stuff. And, uh, and she was just like, oh, okay, well you can keep your mobile phone then. I was like, you fucking beauty. One of the few times in life that being blind helped me. Because if it wasn't for me being blind, I wouldn't have been able to use my phone. <laughs> so I just sat there for an hour just like uh, on YouTube and shit. Yeah, TV, especially morning TV, mon. Like who the hell watches no morning TV?
you had to move your underwear. And and I said I said to my dad later, I'm like, and he's when I was explaining the story to him, and he's like, oh yeah, you have to remove your underwear. I'm like, nah, apparently not. He's like, alright. I guess it just depends on the operation that you're doing. To be fair, like, why would they need to look at my dick to remove my wisdom tooth? I'd be very skeptical in any such circumstance. It's like, I'm here to remove your wisdom tooth. Please remove your pants. It's like, what? <laughs> your dick is a vital part of this operation. My only movie review video that got popular, I think it had 100,000 views at the time. Like one of my most popular videos of all time, which I have now taken off YouTube, was my review of Star Wars Episode 7. I was one of the first people to see Star Wars Episode 7 because it came out midnight around the world. And so it came out in Australia first and I saw it like in the morning. And so I went home. And so it wasn't even out in some countries and I had seen it and I made a review because I was so annoyed by the movie. I had such high hopes for something brand new and it was just like, this is just Star Wars Episode 4. I hadn't seen Star Wars Episode 4 in like five years and even I saw all the fucking parallels. English is weird and Australia doesn't help. How do you pr pronounce Melbourne? It is funny when people go, Melbourne. Are you guys from Melbourne? It's Melbourne. I know it's not spelt that way, but that's the way that it's said, okay? We live here and you will abide by our stupid naming conventions, okay? Brisbane. The best example of countries where their pronunciation makes no sense. Not countries, sorry, states. I guess it would, um, America, but the the Arkansas and Kansas. If this is Kansas, America, why is this not Arkansas? Why is this not Arkansas? It's a, it's a, it's a, I think it's a funny vine with a Russian woman. Why you do this, America? I mean, there are still people in the world who think that Australia is just a, a backwards country, but surely there's less now. Like my friend Patrick, or my old friend Patrick, he's not my friend anymore. He talked about when he moved to Australia when he was 12. And kids were like, why would you want to move to Australia? They're like, they, they live in huts and stuff. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know? Idiotic YouTube comments. The vast majority of the comments that I receive on YouTube are positive, right? But there are these certain comments where... You think to yourself, surely this person must realize how pathetic they sound. When they're critical of me or whatever, for playing GTA 5 as much as I have, it's just like, how sad of a person do you have to be? Will you see a person enjoying themselves in a way that you personally don't enjoy? And you go out of your way to comment that you don't enjoy what that person's doing and that they suck for having fun in a way that you don't approve of. How fucking lame do you have to be? But how do these people not have any sense of self-awareness? They're like, oh man, I'm, I'm so fucking awesome, man. And you're so garbage. And it's just like, who the fuck can think of themselves highly whilst commenting on YouTube about how garbage someone else is? It's just weird. Like it doesn't get to me. The, the comment doesn't get to me. That these people exist gets to me. Because you can guarantee that it's these sorts of people who do the kind of attacks we see in New Zealand, right? Where a bunch of people minding their own fucking business, and that's not good enough. Not only must you not be harmful to others, you have to be doing specifically what I want you to do, or else I will raise hell. It's just, it's fucked. There is just this handful of people who just ruin everything for everyone else. Why is he not dying? My experience with Skyrim. So my, my experience with Skyrim, I, I played a pirated version, a real long time ago, and I was convinced 
that all the bugs I was experiencing were because of the pirated version. Because I was young and didn't have any money, right? Uh, that was not the case. All the bugs I, were I was experiencing were on the real real uh, retail copy as well. It's just uh, the game was massively buggy. What killed the game for me was eventually I got stuck and a quest wouldn't complete. And the solution was typing in the command module to complete that particular quest. And I was like, why am I playing this game when any mission I want to complete can be completed by typing in a command? And so I quit. But I played quite a long time. Then I tried playing it on stream many years later, but I tried to play an archer and it was boring as all hell. Firing arrows at people is super boring. It was like the most simplistic, boring combat I've ever experienced. And I just, I just got very bored of it very quickly. And people tell me Archer is super OP because you can effectively be invisible and just kill everything from a million miles away, but I didn't get to that level. I was just very bored at going fling, 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 over and over again. When I first played, I played with a, a mage. Mages were pretty cool. I've seen um, bugs and stuff from the older Skyrims and the, the crazy stuff you can get. Like you can get, you can make potions, like you, you basically bug the game and you make potions that give you uh, like 10 trillion speed and stuff. Making understandable references in edited content. For those who haven't seen it, I can't believe you haven't seen it, I don't know why. In the most recent episode of How This Even Ended, I spent all the time masking uh, and, and basically clipping out Bart and Lisa watching um, Ralph's heartbreak and I replaced Ralph with myself. It's always tough getting references that the majority of people understand. And even if a person doesn't understand them, they won't necessarily feel left out or whatever. It's like when I tried to make the Groundhog Day reference and I was like, does everyone know Groundhog Day? If you haven't seen Groundhog Day, highly recommend it. Amazing movie. Almost 400 viewers did I get hosted? No, I didn't, would it? It's just a combination of not resetting and having some new viewers from YouTube. Hello everyone from YouTube. I love you. Thank you for giving me a reason to edit my content and put on YouTube. It's fun. It is so satisfying when you make that perfect edit and, you, and you, you make yourself laugh at your own joke and it's just like, yeah. Don't laugh at my own joke. I will laugh at anything that's funny and I, I like my jokes, okay? I am a joke. So I constantly laugh at myself. The saddest thing though is that I'm trying not to use the same memes too frequently. So like I could have used that Eric Andre meme again and I was like, nah. Even, even that's such a good meme. Let me in. Let me in! Love it. I was like, nah. Use it too many times and it kills the meme. But in a year's time, mark it on your calendar. I'll use that meme again. Because the year will be long enough. Besides, there's always uh, new people, you know. Who wouldn't have seen the old episode where the uh, meme was used. This stream will blow up if you keep producing the good content. I have found that I am growing faster making you... I'm growing faster on Twitch making YouTube content than I am streaming on Twitch. People would often say, should I start on Twitch? And I would always say no. If you really want to start out somewhere, despite all the odds against you, start on YouTube because the algorithm at least can help you. And I should be taking that advice myself. <laughs> I'd still rather focus on Twitch because I much prefer streaming on Twitch. But just getting found on Twitch is so tough, you know? Mystery is sometimes better than explanations in movies. Some things are better left unexplained. People were critical of Han Solo, the movie, because a lot of a lot of the things they explained, no one really wanted explained. And kind of when you explain something, it just becomes more mundane in a way. 
there's there's a value to mystery, you could say. Han Solo is a pretty good heist movie. Yeah, I, did, I didn't hate it. The thing I didn't like about the movie was that um, Han Solo was meant to be a douchebag that had a change of heart in Star Wars Episode Four. Like that was meant to be his his arc, where at that point he's like, "Nah, I've been doing bad things my whole life. It's time to make a stand. Time to do something different and help these people." But Han Solo sets up that he's always been that way. He's always been doing the right thing or whatever, which it changes the way that Four is, right? The Metachlorian thing was really fucking stupid. I prefer magic in stories to be not innately given. I prefer it to be something that anyone can learn if they're willing to make the sacrifice and take the time to learn, you know, and uh, sacrifice with the time and blah, 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 and they're, and they're particularly skilled. I hate it when it's just like, hey, this guy has the power of a god and he was born that way. Deal with it. It's like that Lady Gaga song, just born this way, just starts playing when the main character walks in. Don't like it. It doesn't kill the story for me, but I'm just saying, like, I, I have a preference. I feel like the savior story is done way too often. I need a hero. You know. One Punch Man is different, though, because it's, um, it's satirizing that whole thing. Should you avoid hyped media? You watch what you want, not what people are so hyped about. Hype is normally a good way to find good content, right? As a metric, it's it's usually indicative of something of pretty decent quality, right? It may not appeal to you personally, but it's usually the first thing you should go after if you're looking for new content. What are people hyped about right now? Like, you don't have to be involved in the hype. I think it's cool when people are excited or passionate about something. Being passionate about something is awesome. There's the times in my life where like I didn't give a shit about anything, but like the worst. It's always nice when you have something you're looking forward to or that you're excited about looking, you know. A fan base can completely ruin the interest in something. I've, I've never had that happen for me. You think Fortnite? Fortnite is a good game. I know it's kind of popular right now to shit on Fortnite, but it's a good game. I think they kind of went overboard in terms of adding new stuff, always trying to keep it fresh, but in doing so it you can never really follow what's going on. It's like every second day there's like ghosts and demons and shit and people have fucking golf carts and you're confused. The game ran well and was fun to play for a time. And it certainly was better than PUBG. PUBG was awful. The amount of time I spent trying to get PUBG to work in terms of all the lag and server issues and shit was just awful. And then Fortnite comes along and it's just like, hey, here's a game, works effectively perfectly first time it's like well thank you fuck off PUBG they deserve the success that they got is what I'm trying to say is Apex killing Fortnite uh certainly Apex is taking players from Fortnite I wouldn't say killing it though Apex isn't on mobile is it it seems as though Apex would be a hard game to get uh, on mobile like they barely have it optimized for PC I mean mobile is where it's at you know there's just so many people especially in the um the growing economies and stuff are viewers who don't pay money for streams just leeches? The controversy that female streamer calling people leeches? What did she say? That anyone who doesn't financially support a stream is only able to watch that stream because other people financially support it? I mean, that's true. But even if you don't financially support a stream, you still do support it by watching. Especially in terms of discoverability, right? The more people who watch, the more likely a stream is to succeed. Like the lowest levels of support you can give to a stream is just watching it and i appreciate that a great deal 
if I can recall the clip correctly, she just seemed very smug and cruel in the way she was saying it. Because, I mean, there's a lot of people who can't financially support streams, right? Or who don't have the money, or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Or it's just not financially responsible for them to do that. Like, they don't make a lot of money, and they got to save money and stuff. And you, you can't fault such people for not wanting to give out five bucks a month. You know what I'm saying? I don't expect people to give me money for this content. But obviously, I greatly appreciate when they do, because without it, I uh, wouldn't be able to stream. Like, the word leech is wrong here, I think, because everyone technically does contribute. Because even if you just watch, you can even spread by word of mouth or whatever and say, Hey, I like this streamer, and that person you tell might end up subbing to me or something, you know? It's an, e it's an ecosystem, right? If no one watched me except the people who gave me five bucks a month, my stream would fail very quickly. Food I had from my school canteen. For those unaware, Australian schools do not traditionally provide food for their students. This is some extra thing that you can have if you have some money to buy some stuff from a little store. Oh my god, guys. Fla I, I just got flashbacks to being in primary school. What, one of the happiest times, and perhaps the thing I remember most about primary school when I was a kid, was every Friday, my mother would give me lunch money, and I would dash down... Like, I, I'd be watching the lunch... Uh, the, the lunch bell, uh, the clock, like a hawk. The very second the bell rang, I'd run out of that fucking room, down the stairs, immediately to the canteen, as fast as possible, to buy myself a chicken burger and a bottle of coke. They had the best chicken burgers, and maybe some mixed lollies too. I think if I went, like walked into the school during the lunchtime and, and ordered myself a chicken burger, they'd probably give me one. I'd be, I'd be like a 26 year old, there'd be a bunch of like, small kids around and I'd be like, sup kids, I'm just buying a chicken burger, don't, don't worry about it. Do you ever enjoy a gay time? You mean the, uh, the ice cream thing? A gay time? No, I, d I don't like those. What ice creams did I get? I think I, I, I got Clippos and Splices. And, and for chocolates when I was a kid, I would get a Golden Rough on occasion. And a Summer Roll, oh my god. Approaching discussions with humility and appropriate levels of confidence. I think it's perfectly reasonable to say, look, here's the ideas that I have right now. Here's why I have these ideas. Let's discuss it. Let's have let's have a discussion about why I might be wrong about these things. I'm not saying I'm certainly right, but everything I've seen thus far seems to support them. No one can spend their lives, right, being fully informed about everything, right? And, and you will always need to make decisions on the basis of, uh, you know, less than the complete amount of knowledge, right? There's, there's always something more you can know about a topic. You, you, by necessity, you have to form opinions sometimes. You have to, you have to judge what is the most plausible and go about your life on that basis. Understanding your foundation of why you believe something is very important, right? It's good to know why you think the way you do. I don't think a lot of people really question the underlying foundation of, of their belief system. Sometimes. And, and, and dis discussing these sorts of things is, impo is important and, and certainly there's certain topics that are so taboo that, you know, just, just talking about anything will get you... People shy away from certain topics because of uh, fears of being... Or, or suffering negative social repercussions. And, and that's a bad thing, right? Everything should be open to discussion. But the level of arrogance that some people bring, or, or e egotism, or even narcissism that people bring to discussions is sometimes just so fucking toxic. Wrongly blaming the game for your mistakes. It's hard sometimes when I'm editing my content and I look at what I'm doing and I'm like, I made a mistake there, made a mistake there. Why did I reset that run? 
I could have continued that run. Oh, that run was fine. Why did I do that? Because I have to go over my VODs again, I have to relive my mistakes and it's tough. But it certainly helps with uh, introspection and stuff, right? Like, you come to realize over time, like, how much you uh, erroneously um, blame the game versus yourself and stuff. And you're like, you feel like such a douchebag. Franklin's silly 500k. This is an amount of money that you are given at the beginning of every game if you pre-ordered GTA 5. How did I get 500k? It's a, a pre-order bonus that I'm not allowed to use in the run, but I can't remove from the game because Rockstar's stupid. I don't think giving Franklin half a million dollars breaks the immersion of the game. What are you talking about? What player choice as to whether to get the 500,000? That's nonsense. Boo, player choice. We will just have player choice as a thing you can buy with shark cards. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.